The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. What is going on, y'all? We are back. Another edition of No Bets Bar, this time for UFC San Antonio. We're heading back to Texas for a massive bantamweight bout. Marlon Chito Vera taking on Corey Sandhagen. Going to be fireworks. Cannot wait for this one. Jed, UFC 286 in the books. How are we feeling, man? Um, I'm feeling, well, great from that. I got to be honest. We're gonna get into the San Antonio card. Uh, apologies preemptively to the to the listeners. I have so little action on this card. I don't think you need to apologize for that. If they're winners, I mean, we gotta we gotta I say. I make no promises on the winning. You can't make promises. I gotta <laughs> say, I mean, this is the no bets barred card. Like this was tailor made. It 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 really does have a lot on them. But I know uh, you had a tough two eighty six. 286 was my best. 2023. I mean, can I just say it's 2023. I I need to see one go through the hoop, man. I like going into Saturday. This will be my venting session. I don't really like to do it too much on on the MMA hour. Going into Saturday, if you had told me I was going to finish down five and a half units, I would have laughed in your face. I would have been like, nope. I did so much tape study. I was very careful, kept it tight, only risked like 12 units. Uh, And Sure enough, uh, I ended up there. Ended up down five and a half units. The the bad run to start twenty twenty three continues down like sixteen units on the year. It is uh, it's tough sledding to start it out. It has been a very very difficult year. Um, but I had a good good week. It was my best week of the year by a lot. Uh, up Let's seven go. units. Let's go. That helps uh, me. Seven. Let's go. Seven. So I I originally I wasn't, but then I was up so big. Like I was already locked in for a win. So then I I threw a, a shot on Leon, uh, which obviously ended up paying off. So it was 
uh, the the Chris Duncan parlay just just cashing by the skin of its teeth. It was a bunch of good times. So it, yeah, was, a, it was a rare week. I did not foresee D1 Duncan coming out, man. I uh, I was Neither pretty shocked I. by that. Was not. I wasn't sure watch. he won that fight either. Yes, I mean thirty twenty seven, uh, according to Paul Sutherland, uh, was was actually pretty shocked. It was not fun watching that. Having a uh, fight does not go to a decision. I mean, he he yeah. managed to get dropped at one point. He managed to do that, uh, but still found the scorecards and found the dub. Found it, and that's why I'm trying. I'm not getting too high because had a good week betting wise, but a couple Can't of those came. You know, I had Marvin Vittori by decision. Oh yeah, I know. I know, I know many people <laughs> did not agree with that particular outcome. Yeah, did, I, I actually on the watch party we do the chat bets, and the chat bet was Marvin Vittori by decision. So I was actually on that. You know, a small amount that I do for the chat bets. Yeah. And uh, as soon as they said thirty twenty seven, I was like, Oh, Roman, sweet, like Georgian <laughs> MMA, let's go. And they're like, Marvin. I was like, I don't know about that one. I did yeah. not know about that one. That one I had the I had Gaethje too, which you know I I think is less controversial. Less than the controversial Sunday after, but certainly there were a the, number. There, I mean the uh, the ten eight the ten eight I still just it's a very don't weird agree. scorecard. I mean, dude, he, like low key, he was kind of on skates in that first minute. Like Fazeev came out hot. Like the fact that that oh, yeah got a, that got a ten eight, but Romanov against Tybura did not is madness to me you know here's the thing the thing is that wasn't even the worst judging scorecard from that fight the judge who gave Gaethje the first round is just so that's a awful score yeah i thought dude i thought it was faziv one two Gaethje three faziv get his hand raised uh but like i don't i don't really have any complaints about it despite having faziv um yeah it's a close fight yeah. This is the thing. I I thought I I scored a Gaethje uh, two three, but I had no would have had no issue if Zeev took it, and that's kind of how several of them were. And I just happened to come out on the right side of most of those betting wise. So still um, still cautious, which is why I'm heading into San Antonio with please. so few bets. I'm not feeling have, myself yet. No, don't no 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 no. I I I'm gonna need to be fully in the green before I start feeling myself again. I can promise you that confidence is at an all time low. I <laughs> time. I really. I really, really think through these things before I hit place bet. I can promise you that. I really think through it. Uh, and there are a lot of spots this week that I thought through it, and I was like, nope, I'm not going to fire away. Because to Smart. be totally honest, man, to be totally honest, don't love this. Don't love the card, period. Like, we are propped up by a sick main event that I cannot wait for. Main event's unbelievable. Not that much beyond Everything that. Everything else is pretty bad. I saw someone tweet, and I, I really, I'm actually on no money lines. Uh, I saw someone tweet this, and I very much agree. It was uh, this card has a lot of untrustworthy favorites and a lot of dogs with very little bite. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's just kind of that's, that's a good tweet. I don't know who said that, but shouts because I, I like. Yes, the I should have retweeted that. it. I felt like I saw it maybe when I was riding on the train and I didn't have service. I should have retweeted it. Great tweet though, uh, because that's how I feel about this card. I'm on all props. Uh, and I've got seven bets, no parlays, and I don't know this if is, I'm going to get around to a parlay. This is fantastic. So we're we have a what would appear to be a very similar card lined up because I I'm on no uh, no straight action though. I have an an either or bet that I want you to when we get to it. But I, I have I'm going to make one or two bets, and it's either going to be a prop bet or a straight bet. And I just want to 
help you talk me through it. Uh, but then the rest of it's all props. I have one parlay. I think I can talk you into this parlay because this feels like a parlay that's that's up your alley. But I, as I was there's, looking at this card, there's the a couple parlay pieces out there that I was that I was thinking about. There are a couple, and that's while I was looking at this card and I messaged you. I was like, man, I'm gonna have like five bets on this on this free. That's okay. That's okay because guess like, what? I have three there's, flyweight unders, and then yep. There's like, there's always going to be another card. Some of these dogs. There's always going to be another card. That's that's what you, that's what you got to remember on weeks like this. There's always going to be another card. Just two weeks away. So yeah, two weeks away. Uh, Muhammad Mahayev, um, the man who hates flyweight unders. He hasn't has come to- out and publicly said it, but he's done every actions speak louder than words, and his actions say they actually demand that he hates flyweight unders. A certified enemy of the state at this point. I think we we had said that he was a person of interest. Uh, there's a warrant out for for Muhammad Makayev at this point. He says that he he didn't want to tap because you know he couldn't deal with the pain of losing. I just don't think he can deal with catching a flyweight under. I think he just hates him that much. That might be true. He he made a mistake in his first fight in the UFC. He got too excited to cash one immediately. And then he looked back on it was like, never again, never again. So uh, I think at this point, we, I mean, we, he may not be fighting for like a year, given what happened Saturday. Oh, yeah. But the next time he fights, we, he may have carved out an exemption to the flyweight under rule. I, yes, which would be take him to go not to go to a decision because he does have two finishes post the two and a half. I think he's going to rush back. I think he is so determined to become the youngest UFC champ ever that he's going to rush back. That's what it sounds like, and uh, that's a terrible idea, but it's his life, so... It is his life, got, and he, got, he's got a it year, how so... how you feel, see fit, I suppose, but enemy of the state. Enemy of the state. How are we feeling? We got... We got th- three. We have three this week, which I did, I, I knew we had two for, for whatever reason... Um, the uh, the Salvador Altamirano fight just kind of slipped my mind as one. Yeah. I was like, and I was looking, I was like, oh, we got three. Are we feeling, um, how are we feeling broadly about the, the flyweight unders this week? All of them have great potential. All of them have great potential. The okay. only thing that I don't love is that I was forced to take a one and a half on the De Silva fight. I mean, that just, you can't play, unless you're just going to lay like minus 600. You can't play two and a halves anymore on De Silva. Um, Oh, is that just entirely gone? Because I, I saw that it's not up on DraftKings. I was just going to wait for it to drop. The two and a half? Yeah, the alternate fight line. Oh, you're gonna. What are you going to do? Put it in a parlay? It's going to be like I'm minus gonna... four hundred. Is it really going to be that big? Jeez. I mean, his fight doesn't go to a decision on some books. Is minus seven hundred right now? Holy buckets! Well, I guess we're taking out uh, the under one and a half. Then that's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Uh I did get the I did get the two and a half on the on the other two. Uh yeah, we can we can get into it. Each fight has a a flyweight under warrior on there. A man that, that has been kind to us. I mean, that is it's true. It's true. Each one. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh let's dive right into UFC San, San Antonio though. Recap 286. Time to move on. Winning week, busted out, bust out of the slump. Maybe. I mean, maybe picking our spots, being really tight. You know, I don't even have ten units of exposure this week. I love it. 
I love it. Oh, I definitely don't have 10 units of exposure this week. So it's great. Even even if it's, you know, not even going to say it. Don't even put that juju out into the world. Love Manifest it. the winning week. That's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to do. It feels like I'm doing it every week now. I mean, I just just got to see one go through the hoop. Just got to see one go through the hoop. Into the, the UFC off week, heading into the pay-per-view. Just got to see one go through the hoop for the month of March, please. Need it. Yeah, Need you just it. break the seal. You get it. We get to take a week off to settle in, you know, get ourselves back to square one, and then we come out guns blazing for April. Yeah, yeah. Though there is Game Bread Boxing, a Bellator card, the first PFL card of the season, and Anthony Joshua is fighting, so... There's a good chance I, I will have a bet or two down heading into that weekend. I mean, al- almost certainly. Sure. But, you know. Main event, bantamweight bout. Marlon Chito Vera taking on Corey Sandhagen. Right now, fight. you can have Corey Sandhagen for minus 165. Marlon Vera coming back plus 140. Over-under is set at four and a half. Over minus 155. Under plus 125. How are we feeling about this, man? I mean... Love the fight. I mean, love the fight. Just an unbelievable fight. This was when I started looking at this fight. This is when I knew it was going to be a tough week. I think the line's pretty good, man. Like I think, I think the line is 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 right about perfect. Um, and so it's really tough. And when you kind of look at the, at the guys, there there's not a lot. It was really I wanted to find a bet I loved here, and I just simply couldn't. There's so much going on. The thing I've settled on for a bet, and we can talk about the fight itself. My issue with picking a side here is I love Marlon Vera. He's yeah. one of the most fun fighters. I think that this isn't a great stylistic matchup for him. I think Corey Sandhagen is is way too durable and can simply outwork him over 25 minutes. So I think Marlon obviously ha- has looked sensational the last few years and could always land something, but... Corey's been finished once. It was Aljo taking his back and sort of bulldozing him in a way that I don't think anybody anticipated. That's he's been in there for for twenty five with Piotr Jan. Like I, it's really hard for me to imagine. So in that play, in that case, I'm having to look at Vera's going to win this fight, not by like landing one finishing maneuver, but by just sort of landing the the more substantive strikes over the course of twenty five minutes. Even if he gets out pointed or outlanded. He will land the more damaging blows, a la the Rob Font win. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to make it look like that Rob Font win. Like yeah. that, that's what you're saying is exactly what I have written down. Is this going to be Perfect. the volume of Corey Sandhagen or the damage of Cheeto Vera prevailing here? Yeah, my issue is I just I think Corey Sandhagen is better than Rob Font, um, particularly mixing up like Rob Font's got great boxing, but Corey Sandhagen can is a little more dynamic, got a little more tools in the in the shed, and so. I think he'll just be able to land more and the strikes he will land will maybe not be as powerful as Vero, but he's going to land, you know, one and a half to every one still feels like that favors him. So I'm, I have circled down, like maybe I take a dog bet on Vera, but I don't think I'm going to. The thing I settled on to place a bet on this fight is the over two and a half. Um, I just using it as a parlay piece. It's minus three thirty five, and it's, like I said, Sandhagen's been finished the once. Vera's been finished zero times in his career. It's these two dudes are going to be throwing a lot. They're going to be landing a lot. It's going to be great offense and great a great fight to watch. But they're both really durable, and I we're going to see the championship rounds in this fight. I'd be pretty surprised if we didn't. So, uh, just taking the over two and a half as a parlay like piece, and that's I like where your head's at. 
that's the only thing I could really find on this fight. What about so you? I'm in, I'm essentially in lockstep with you. I mean, like both these dudes, the toughness of them, Cheeto, 30 fights in his career, never been knocked out, never been knocked down in the UFC, never been subbed. Like he, he is the epitome of toughness. Sandhagen, the same thing you mentioned at the Aljo, just like bulldozing is the only time we've seen him finish. And I, I doubt that happens here. What I did Took this on FanDuel. Fight starts round four, minus 210. So, yeah, like an alt over, essentially. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, if you look at their fights... It's a functionally very similar bet to the one I'm making. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah, I mean, uh, five of Cheetos last seven would have hit that. Sandhagen, five of his last eight would have hit that. And just pairing these two dudes, their ability, I I think... So, sorry, just to clarify. So... Of those, the five of the last eight, since it start round four, are you just anything that went to a decision in a three-round yeah, fight? Okay. I'm just assuming they would go to a fourth round if, if yep. they went to a decision, yes. Just uh, wanted to make sure. Nice, no, nice clarification there. Um, yeah, just pairing these two dudes with their ability together, I think it's just going to be a banger. What you said, I think it's going to be sick offense. What I did do to have a little fun, little sprinkle. I don't know why. Ooh. Just a little something whispering in my ear. Ooh, vibes. Love little vibes, vibes, bet. I don't know why. It's also the line. Cheeto Vera by decision plus 650. Small, small poke, little quarter unit. Ooh. Just tossed it out there. Don't hate it. Like you said, you like Cheeto Ooh. Vera. I like Cheeto Vera. Seems chill. I'm going to join you on that for just a little quarter unit. Just, just a little throw, quarter unit. Just, just a little, little something. I think the it. fight's going to go long. I think it could be really close. I think Vera's going to be turning it on as as we get into the championship rounds. There's a world where this thing goes to to the scorecards and we're sitting there like, man, I don't know who won. Texas judging. Plus 650. I mean, Corey Sandhagen is plus 135. Like, that is a massive discrepancy. And I just, I don't, I'm not certain... Vera is going to get him out of there if he wins. Like, there is a world where he just has the bigger moments. I mean, we saw Piotr Jan drop Corey Sandhagen. I think that could happen here and, and Vera not finish him. I, I love this bet. Um, calls back again to the Rob Font one. Uh, and like I said, like, I kind of want to be on Vera just because I like him. And I think that this is a dog or pass situation if you're betting it straight up. And, but again, I don't even like the price at plus 145 so plus 650 it feels like that's worth a just a little sprinkle love it i think it's joining you let's do it let's go i think it's gonna be fun to cheer on quarter unit it of will risk. certainly be that quarter unit of risk the longer this fight goes the more fun i'm having unless it's just a demolition by by sandhagen but i just it would don't be see shocking that happening. if it was a demolition yeah I, there's just no way like Marlon Schiedelberg just has too much heart. Like, he's just too much of a dog. Too much of that dog in him. Like, he's just... It's going to be awesome. And if it loses and Corey Sandhagen wins by decision, I can be cool with that because I also like Corey Sandhagen. I mean, these are just two fighters that I like. Uh, and it's going to be awesome. Like, perfect way to end the night. Very much looking forward to it. think this San Antonio crowd is going to be hyped. They showed out in Austin. I think they show out here in San Antonio. I think so. I think, I think, so. I think Marlon Vera is going to... Uh get a hero's welcome and it's going to be a big night. Ooh. So, Ooh, sign me up, sign me up for that. All right. Let's now move on, on to other fights that I don't care nearly as much about. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. 
and new customers to DraftKings can bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The fact that we only spent like eight minutes on the main event uh, shows that we're probably going to spend like two and a half minutes on on each of these next one. And uh, let's start that, that might trend. Be an overstatement. Let's start that trend with the co-main event of the evening. It is a women's bantamweight bout. Holly Holm taking on uh, Yana Santos, formerly Kunitskaya. Yeah, formerly Kunitskaya. Uh, Great to have her here. Here's here's where I'm thinking on this. Holly Holm, minus 240, 41 years old, in a fight that almost certainly will go to a decision in Texas. I'm just going to pass on it. I'm just going to go ahead and pass. <laughs> I thought you were about to do something. No. <laughs> you, nope. you really head faked me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I I just don't have interest in in betting either side of this fight. I am in full agreement with you. I uh if you're betting, I think I, a very very small part of me was like I could maybe throw a quarter on Yana Kunitskaya cuz Holly Holmes 41 and she hasn't looked good in years. So like at some point, but instead, you know, I uh I was like, this is dumb. I just shouldn't bet on this fight at all. But like you, okay, this is almost me. certainly going to decision. It's probably going to a decision, dude. It's definitely going long kind of based on the Holly Holm has not finished anybody since 2017. The head kick knockout of Bechkohea. She's only been finished twice in her entire career. Kunitskaya or Santos, sorry, not a, a huge finisher. Um, though she has been finished a decent amount. But again, it's... Home is a lot more of a cage clinch stalling fighter these days. Uh, I'm taking the over two and a half. That price is at minus 280, and I've got that paired with the Santagan Vera over two and a half. And I have one more coming up for this three leg parlay. Uh, the the pacifist parlay this week is what we're putting together. So I might be able to guess what it is. Uh, I we can get to that. It feels like we're going to talk about the fight. I feel like you may know where I'm going with it. But, I think uh, I do. Uh, so, yeah. Not even really looking forward to this co-main event. This no, is it's going to be terrible. This is definitely side TV, Elite Eight's on, uh, you know. Shouts to the UFC, though. This is two women's Bantamweight fights on this card. There were like 13 Bantam, women's Bantamweight fights in the entirety of 2022. So... Look at this weight class that they're trying to actually have people yeah. fight in again. Tamiris Fado and Haley Cowan. It's going to be a... <laughs> it's the main card, or it's the, the card opener. Yeah, curtain jerker. What um, what more could the fans in San Antonio possibly ask for? It would be greedy to ask for more than than that, but because I, I don't think we're talking about that fight, are we? 
No, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah, this is a classic reminder, you know, on these non-pay-per-view cards. If we if we don't talk about the fight, then we we do not have any action on it. Um, that's just a a fight that we don't need to spend too much time on. Uh, let's keep it moving though. On the main card, featherweight bout, Nate Landwehr taking on Austin Lingo. Right now, you can have Nate the Train, everybody, for the price of minus two thirty two twenty five. The line is moving. Austin Lingo plus one ninety. Over under is set at da, 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 da. great. Dan and Dan over two and a half, <laughs> over plus one hundred, under minus one thirty. Your thoughts on this fight? Seeing Nate Landwehr for the first time in his UFC career, bigger than a minus two hundred favorite, honestly bigger than like a minus one thirty favorite, uh, is pretty surprising. Especially, I know he beat. David Onama, but that was a wild, wild fight back in August. Uh, Any action here? I have no action because I don't have any idea what to expect. Well, one, when Nate Landwehr fights, don't really have any idea. It's just going to be chaos. Uh, And so I I don't like in my head he should beat Austin Lingo, right? But I, I also don't like Austin Lingo has uh certainly in his ufc career has not been the most dynamic fighter so i can't even be like this fight's definitely gonna end early (laughs) like austin lingo may just try and make nate landwehr boring i don't know if he's gonna succeed i I don't have a i don't have a good read or feel for this fight i it feels like this price is a bit too high for me to feel comfortable with nate landwehr though so i'm i'm out do you have anything uh i don't have anything I, I thought about maybe Austin Lingo, but I've, I've sort of missed the boat because I want to say Landwehr opened at minus 300 and has coming been coming back. Like maybe Austin Lingo at like plus 225, plus 240. Thought about the fight goes to a decision, but like, man, you talk about feeling alive. Yeah. That's You'd be a, feeling alive. That's uh, a I feel mean, alive bet right there. Two tough guys. I can see it happening, but man, you're, you're not going to enjoy the 15 minutes. I, I can guarantee you that. So again, another one. I just, I just stayed away on it. It's going to be a recurring theme on this card, I think, man. Because it's, just, I'm okay with it, dude. I am okay with it. Yeah, it's a little bit of the construction of the card, but it's like you mentioned at the top. Like, there are a lot of underdogs who I'm almost ready to to pull on, but just don't quite have have enough bite to them. You know, just it's just like okay, I could I could try and talk myself into it, but I don't feel good about it. So that's where we are with lingo. All right, let's keep it rolling on the main card. A women's flyweight bout. Andrea Lee taking on Macy, the future barber. Right now, you can have barber for minus 265. Andrea Lee plus 225 over under set at two and a half over minus 255 under plus 205. Uh, Is this the fight to finish the pacifist parlay? How did you know, Connor? How How did I know? Hmm, Is it because neither woman has ever been finished in the UFC? Most of their fights go to decisions. I mean, yes, both of those were key critical components. Also, uh, coincidentally, at the time I took it, uh, over two and a half on this fight was minus 280, the exact same price point as over two and a half in Home Santos. Nice. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just definitely tying these two together. And then we paired in the the Santagen there over two and a half. But you take those three, it pays out plus one thirty nine. It's honestly like the only bet I feel good about on this card. So I feel 
relatively co- confident in all three of those pieces of action coming together. So it's uh, like well, you said, they don't get finished. They're not even huge finishers themselves. I think we're in for 15 minutes of, of scrap. Yeah, Macy Barber came into the UFC and I think won her first four fights by KO, but then has not had a finish in her last five or six fights now. Um, it's five in a row. Yeah, five in a row, all gone to a decision. I, I, I kind of feel like that trend continues. Like Andrea Lee is is pretty tough, dude. Uh, I could just see it going to a decision. Um, and the funniest thing about you saying this is, I have a note written down. Maybe I'll just parlay the over two and a half in both the women's main card fights. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, that number's come down a little bit because looking at looking at DraftKings right now, I think it says it's minus. Uh, 255 or minus 265 for the over but you know previously the over pairing those two together was paying you out at like minus 120 or something close to it uh all right in terms of the fight itself i think macy barber is going to win but i don't think i'm minus 265 confident enough to play that the same man it's it's i'm exactly the same it's i spent so much time trying because i i knew we were going to have these conversations i was like this won't be good content i gotta dig deep let's find something different let's find a new angle a new slant it's like nope like macy barber is a little bit better of an athlete than andre lee and she's probably gonna outwork her and maybe even can out wrestle her a little bit because andre lee's not like a great defensive wrestler but I can't lay minus 270 on her or whatever the price is. So it's just, but I don't want to bet on Jay Lee as an underdog either. So this is just finding the uh, the props and the totals and, and attacking those this week is the name of the game. Yeah, the good news is you don't have to bet on Andrew Lee as an underdog. I, I sure don't, and I'm sure not going to. That's the so good it's, you know, just... All of my bets this week, almost all of them are just overs and unders. <laughs> Mine are all overs and unders and the one Cheeto by decision prop. Uh, I even have a boxing bet and it's a prop. And now that I'm going to do this women's uh, overs bet, uh, that will also be a prop. How do you how do you feel about this? Because this was the other line that I kind of at least flirted with. Uh, I mean, we both had the same read on it. We're just a barber by decision. You know, it's looking like it'll open around minus 125. There's not a price out yet that I see, but. I don't hate that. If I did take that, though, then I wouldn't take the parlay. Like, I just do not want to be overexposed on a fight like this. That's sort of my exact thought. It's like, okay, well, I just, I don't need to double bet this. So I'd rather just have this as the parlay include. Plus, I could just, I could just see, I can just see it now. Either this fight or the Holly Holm fight goes to the scorecards. And you're sitting there and you're like, I'm not really sure who won that fight. And you're just like, hoping for the best. Let's hope for the best. Who's Bruce Buffer standing behind? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think I'm just going to take the over, the over one, the over two and a half parlay. That's where I'm at. Um, But I just wanted to throw it out. There's maybe if if you are a listener and you don't want to be in the totals parlay game, Barber by decision is maybe not the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah, it feels like this is a fight she's going to win. Yeah. All right, let's keep it rolling to a main card fight that I know we both have action on. What? Men's flyweight bout. How Alex could, Perez. How could you know that? Manel Cop 
because it is what I said it is. It's a men's flyweight bout. The over-under is set at two and a half. Right now, you can get the under. Man, can we talk about DraftKings, like the 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 props and the money lines just being out of order? Like, can we talk about them just being out of order, though? Under minus 155, over plus 125. I like I mean, this. I was going to say, I mean, do we do we even need to talk about this fight, really? Other than that, this is the this is the other fight to be excited about on this card. Like, well, here's Nate what we need to talk fighting about. Fighting is fun, but oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, but no, this no, fight they, is, is four sick. four of the six main card fights. I'm pretty excited for. Like, first of all, is this fight going to happen? Alex Perez has had eight fights canceled in the last Just, few years. It's only eight. Honestly, I would have. I, I mean, he has like 11 like or he has like 11 or 12 in the last four years. And yeah. now, like, granted, they're not all of his fault, uh, <laughs> but like just period, the dude has a tough time getting to the octagon. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the old adage, you know. Sure, they may not all be his fault, but if you wake up in the morning and you run into an asshole, you ran into an asshole. If you wake up in the morning and you run into an asshole all day long, you're the asshole, you know. May not be his fault, but keeps happening. What's the co- what's the common denominator here? So yeah, I like. That. I'm gonna say it happens because um, this fight rules, and I don't want it. This is easily the second best fight of the weekend, as far as I'm concerned. When it does, when Perez does make it, does make it to the octagon, he puts on bangers because and he hits six, unders. I was gonna say six of his last seven have ended in the first round. Five of. Cops last eight have not seen a third round. Eight I like of, it. Eight of Perez's 10 UFC bouts, if you're also including the contender series bout, which I generally do for that sort of stat, hit the under two and a half. I mean, Perez is a champion of flyweight unders. He lives in he lives by the He code. doesn't even make a sweat him, dude. No. Six of the last seven have ended in the first round. And Minel Cop has, Cop has big less, power. I mean, Cop can certainly get it done. Cop's been a little less of a flyweight under champion in his UFC stint. That's what but... I said. Each each one of these flyweight fights, we have a warrior. We have a champion. We have a strong representative of flyweight under nation. In this one, it's Alex Perez, and he's getting a pretty good dance partner in Manel Cop. Plus, I just want to say that I think Manel Cop has been a bit of a victim of circumstance because he's awesome. Uh, hits incredibly dynamic and exciting striker. Super underrated grappling. Dude can finish. He just sort of hasn't broken out that way, given some of his pairings. I mean, Alexander Pantoja, insanely durable. Mateus Nicolau, super, super good fighter. So I think that we can't call him an enemy of the state. He's had a tough go. No, not an enemy of the state. That David Dvorak one, it felt like that was going to finish a, a couple times. Uh, like a thousand times. Yeah, that was uh, that was not fun to watch. Hopefully we don't have have the same thing here. Uh, in terms of the money line, I'm not ready to like put the nail in the coffin on Alex Perez. I didn't play him as a dog, but okay. if he's if he's finding success, if he's anything, you know, similar to what he's capable of, like this isn't going to be a walk in the park from an El Cop. I see a lot of people like, you know, emptying the clip on Manel Cop. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel that confident. I'm only on the under. I'm not trying to get double exposed on any of these fights. Uh, so yeah, I'm just riding with the under. But Perez could be live, especially if he doesn't struggle to make weight. 
I in largely agree with you. I'm I'm not betting cop. Um, I am going to be placing another bet and say going to because I don't have the line option available to me at the moment. But just gonna go a little flyer on on something. Uh, cop by submission Ooh. plus six fifty. I know how much you love a sub prop bet. Wow. I know wow. how much you love a sub prop bet. <laughs> Um, so I'm glad to hear that, frankly, you weren't also on this subprop bet because then I would just rip up the ticket immediately. But five of Perez's uh, seven career losses have been by submission. And while we think of Cop as this dynamic striker, which he is, a lot of stuff. He's got five submission finishes in his resume. And you you watch the the, the man fight. He's got got some, some trickeration. You know, it was deep on the Kamara against David Dvorak. Like another couple of seconds at the end of that first round. That's a wrap. Like that's the, getting a, getting a tap. So, I I was feeling a little frisky, and I I'll also just be honest. I was looking at a card with no, almost no bets on. I was like, I can throw a little I like it. on. I on like it. Sub at six fifty. I, I don't mind that play. I mean, Alex Perez. Like that is the weird thing. Like he's kind of a killer be killed guy, but most of the times he's getting killed. It's by submission. It's uh, it's I, I'm not anticipating a win here, but. It could be fun. So why not for just a little quarter unit, you know? I mean, four of his last five losses have come by submission. A prayer choke back in 2015. Yeah, he's sneakily has been tapped a lot in his career. Um, and again, sneaky. Manel Cop got sneaky submission game to him. So nice. You know, I'll take just a guillotine in transition. Perez gets a little overexcited shooting a double, wrap up the gilly. So it's a wrap. We're done. Sounds good to me, man. It sounds good to me because that's a flyweight First under. First round, cashier. flyweight under. Let's just all move on. Let's go. To, we're all going to Sizzler. Let's all go to Sizzler and let's move on in this main card. Next up, last one on the main card. Actually, it'll be the first one on Saturday afternoon. Men's middleweight bout. Chidi Injukani taking on Albert Duraev. Right now, you can have Chidi for minus 165. Albert Duraev plus 140. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to this one, dude. I think this is going to be a banger. Like most of the fights that Chidi gets into are bangers. All four of his UFC and Dana White contender series fights ended in KO. 18 of his 30 pro fights have ended in KO, win or lose. Like he he comes in to bang, and and I'm down with it. Honestly, from a money line standpoint, like Derive has been dropped in in both of his UFC fights, and I mean he was just getting beat up against Joaquin Buckley and batted around the cage like eventually essentially forced to stop and I think that's a really real scenario of happening again here against Chidi I agree with you in that um again I don't this one is I was pretty close to a money line pull on Chidi just because I am very much uh, in alignment with with your your view on this got some big physical advantages too super tall super long reach against Drive. Um, it 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 seems like it lines up very well, but I maybe I'm just being overly cautious. But it's like I don't know. I can see a world where Duraev can maybe score a couple of takedowns, sit on Chidi for a little while, and then this fight gets ugly in a way that's bad for me. And I don't want to be laying minus one seventy five. Well, I did the same thing because I, so, I I didn't I didn't play the money line either. Yeah, it's just I don't. Just couldn't do it. Are you taking a pro, any prop action on this? Nah, I actually have no bets on it. I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy. Maybe Same. like a maybe like a fight ends by KO if they give you a good enough price, but I really doubt it. Cause looking at these lines, 
this for whatever reason this card to me just looks like they they are actually like we don't want action because none of these lines are inciting me to to drop money on them i wonder if like a i wonder if fight doesn't go to a decision is a decent parlay piece minus 285 yeah, maybe it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> thing I just I I've, I'm out on this fire. I'm not making any bets just because I don't feel like I have a good enough sense of it. Nothing's calling to me. There are no vibes here. Um, but if if it's gonna like if I'm just predicting, I think Chidi's gonna knock him out in like the second round, probably third round. But I don't have any 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 feeling to put money down behind that prediction. Yeah, like I wonder if like I throw in uh fight doesn't go into the women's over parlay, get it to plus money. Remember, you don't you don't have to bet. You oh mean, no, of course. You're I just don't. trying to get one through the hoop this week. This is a week to get one through the hoop. Just clock a couple of green <laughs> figures. We take a week off, come back reinvigorated, ready to kill 287. All right. All right. Well, I, could, I mean I could get that parlay up to plus 150. Eh, nah, nah. Who needs a plus money parlay? Not me. Not me. Just unnecessary. Uh, instead, I'll lay uh, minus 116 and enjoy when Macy Barber gets a first-round knockout. That's perfectly fine. It's perfectly <laughs> that Enjoy. <laughs> At least it'll be fun if that happens. At least something yeah. cool will have happened in that fight. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, all right, next up. That's the end of the main card. That's the main card. We are flying, guys. And partly we're flying because we don't have any action down. So sorry for that, dear listeners. Yeah, I mean, what is this? Is this the eighth straight week we've had UFC? Ninth straight week we've had UFC? It's, it's a lot. Hold on, I'll figure that out. But it's it's a goodly number. Uh, where are we at? I think... Uh, yeah, this will be eight. I think it's I think it's like ten of the last eleven too since since that very first card of the year. Oh well, yeah. I mean, since the first card of the year, we've we got the last week of January is like the only week we've had off. Really, we've just been flying. So it it is what it is. It's okay for us to you know pull back a little bit. I like it. I like it. All right, let's hop on to the prelims. Next up. We've got Daniel Pineda taking on Tucker Lutz right now. You can have Pineda, the return, plus 235. I'm excited to hear you talk about this one. Tucker Lutz, minus 280. Yeah, I mean, it it really isn't too complicated for me. I I took the under two and a half. Uh, There's obviously question marks surrounding Daniel Pineda. Hasn't fought in two years. Last time we did see him out, he was getting cooked by Andre Feely before the eye poke. He's 37. But what I do know about Daniel Pineda he is a killer-be-killed fighter. He has never won a decision in his career. Dude has gone under the two and a half, 11 straight fights, 44 career fights. Let's not even count the no contest last time out against Andre Philly because of the eye poke. 43 career fights, 38 of them have gone under the two and a half, including 23 in the first round. He just makes fights chaotic. He just brings the pressure he just he he either makes a good decision and gets a finish or makes a bad decision and gets finished himself under two and a half it was at a playable price minus 155 and that's okay, what i went that's with. that's actually pretty decent minus 155 yeah that's what i went with i i don't hate it understand your logic um my concerns here what kept me away is just tucker lutz has um 
not been getting a lot of finishes. Uh, I can see, I can agree with that. A bunch of fights, four, four decisions in a row, um, in his UFC and contender series. And the, the big long layoff for Daniel Pineda is just like, okay, I don't, I don't really know what to expect here when you're gone that long. Uh, even though he has you know, done some grappling, apparently, fight pass invitationals. His topology is incredible to look at just because he's got two draws from grappling and then three of his most recent five fights are no contests, which is just not a visual you usually get that much gray out on, on topology. But I just passed, but I'll be, I'll be cheering for it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Always support you in that. your dreams. Uh, all right, well, let's keep it rolling. Next up, uh, it is a welterweight bout. Trevin Giles taking on Preston Parsons. Right now, you can get Giles for minus 110, Preston Parsons for 110. Pick your poison. What is the poison that you will be having this week? I'm so excited because yes. I've been waiting for a while to do this. Okay. I had a gimmick idea, Connor. All I right. didn't share it okay. with you because I wanted to just unveil it. I wanted to get your real-time reaction. Yes, real-time. This was exactly the week. There weren't a lot of bets down that I, I was like, I need to find a little bit more action. This is a pick em fight. So here's what I did, Connor. Have you heard about this thing called ChatGPT? I have. It's big big in the news these days. The kids oh, yeah. love this AI. Thing. Yeah, here's 11 ways ChatGPT can change your life. Well, I decided, what if ChatGPT can change our gambling life? Oh, God. Wow. What if, Connor, what if we could ask ChatGPT to... Determine a fight outcome for us. It will not determine fight outcomes. If you just go to ChatGPT and you say, hey, who's going to win this Trevin Giles Preston Parsons fight? It won't give you an answer. It'll tell you, that's not my job. I don't do that. I found some ways around some things. And so I put this to the test for, for ChatGPT. I want to read you exactly, not the whole thing, because it was a whole big long thing. I want to read you a selected quote from ChatGPT about this very fight. It's prediction of this fight, as you will, and it's going to determine how I bet. I've got two options on the bet. I'm going to let you help me figure out which it goes. Here's the chat, what ChatGPT says about Trevin Giles versus Preston Parsons. The fight was intense from the start, with Trevin launching powerful punches and kicks, while Preston darted in and out of range, landing quick strikes and grappling moves. The two men seemed evenly matched. Wow. The crowd was on the edge of their seats, cheering and gasping as the fight battle, fighters battled on. In the end, it was Preston who emerged victorious. With a lightning-fast move that caught Trevin off guard, he managed to take him down and hold him in a submission hold until he tapped out. Wow. So ChatGPT is saying Trevin Giles is going to get submitted by Preston Parsons. Oddly enough, I want to be clear. I did not say when I was figuring this out, it wasn't like here are the two guys. It was pretty loosely. Oddly enough, nine of Parsons' 10 career wins are in fact by submission. <laughs> and Giles has been submitted twice. So I'm going to be betting on Preston Parsons the question. And originally when I conceived it, I was just going to bet him straight up since it's a pick em fight. Do I bet Trevin or do I drip? Do I bet Preston Parsons straight up? You bet it by submission. This is, this is the biggest no brainer I've ever had in my life. You bet Boom. it by submission. This is why I asked. Okay. So then my bet will be Preston Parsons by sub. Look, no action. I don't see that line out on DraftKings at the moment, but looks it's like, gonna like it's going to be plus about plus two. It's going to be plus 275 plus 300 is. So that's the bet. And this is my new gimmick when they're down weeks where I'm looking for something. 
I'm going to see if ChatGPT can take us to a winning better. If this if this hits, this will be one of the most magical moments I've ever witnessed in my life. I can you tell why I was so excited about this? Like hell yeah! So I mean, this is uh this is an ingenious play. Uh, the only way to find out is to experiment. The only way to find out. You know, I love experiments. <laughs> the only way to find out is to find out. So, ChatGPT. The ChatGPT bet of the week. They is, could become the newest member of. No bets barred. This could be a, a three host, a three uh, ring circus here if chat GPT is successful. Is the answer to my kryptonite not being able to call a submission bet uh, chat GPT? Chat GPT? AI? Look, it's, it's answering a lot of things, AI. And so we I've said it many times. We're a podcast of science. We have a theory. We That's test what we do it here. out. And That's what we we're going to see... Preston Parsons by submission, the first official No Bets Barred Chat GPT bet. No Bets Barred Chat GPT bet, the NBB CGPTB. Uh, Rolls get it right trending. off the tongue. <laughs> it's just that easy. It's just that easy. Uh, I mean, this this has great potential. This has great potential. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm not taking it. This is your experiment. This is your, yeah. uh, you know, I guess hill to die on uh but i'm going to be cheering it on if this hits uh, i'm going to be the most excited you've ever seen me the hashtag nbb cgptb uh i mean literally just get it trending let's get it trending on saturday um hashtag nbb cgptb uh if you're gonna tweet at me make sure you use that hashtag uh until preston parsons gets the sub let's do it baby uh, all right, and let's roll right from the NBB CGPTB into another men's flyweight bout. CJ Vergara so taking on. It's. I'm telling you, this is the no best barred card. Three flyweight unders. I don't know when we're going to get another one, but we're going to have to take advantage here. Two and one. That's all I ask, and I think we're going to get that. I'm actually going to Joe Namath it. Oh, I love that. I love the. Confidence. I'm going to guarantee we go two and one on flyweight I, unders. I just did it. Fantastic. I'm Come Saturday I'm ho- night. I'm still hoping one. for three and oh, but oh no, no, no. Three and one, one any three day. and oh can happen, but we're getting we're going at least two and one. And let me tell you why. CJ Vergara taking on Daniel De Silva. Daniel De Silva, if you've ever been to Flyweight Unders Nation, has a statue erected we do love in his him honor. Here. He I said each one of these Flyweight Unders has a soldier from the nation of Flyweight Unders. And one of our best is Daniel De Silva. 15 fights. 13 first round finishes. Has never. That's a lot. Ever. In his life. Seen a scorecard. He has never even seen a third round. Mr. Daniel De Silva. He comes in. And he's trying to finish you. And for the first 90 seconds. For the first two minutes. It very well looks like he could. And then he kind of falls off a cliff, and then he gets finished by you. It's two options. He's either going to finish you early, or you're going to finish him late in the first round. I mean, the guy the guy is allergic to third rounds and scorecards. Now, here's my issue on the flip side. If you remember, CJ Vergara, last time out, he was slated to fight Tatsuro Tyra. Over-under was set at two and a half. After some deep research, his Instagram bio had bet the over in it. That's right. Now we're going to give CJ Vergara a pass 
because he's removed that from his Instagram bio. And something that I want to also think about that we need to acknowledge, CJ Vergara is from none other than San Antonio, Texas. This is a homecoming for him. What better way to have a homecoming than with a first-round finish against San Antonio Silva? I mean, I would hope, I would certainly hope that in front of his hometown crowd, he's not trying to bet the overs. So I would hope not. Now, we do have to say it. As great as Daniel De Silva's record is for playing an under one and a half, I mean, like if this was a two and a half, I would feel so so confident. But the books Rock are solid. obviously the books are obviously wise to that. It's like a minus three eighty. It's like a minus four hundred. It's it's going to be ridiculous when that comes out. Cedar Vergara has only gone under the one and a half four times in his fifteen fight career. We're not here to make narratives. We're not here to lie about things. We're here to be straightforward. Yeah, you have to know what you're getting into. There's a world where. CJ Vergara does extend this. But I'm going to say that Daniel De Silva makes it crazy, makes it wild. CJ Vergara is tough. He survives, and then he gets the finish in the first round in front of the San Antonio crowd. I I couldn't break this fight down any better. You know, this is exactly what, what we're always about. I feel very confident that Daniel De Silva is not going to let us down. He simply doesn't want to let the flyweight unders down. It's not he didn't he last the person. Time. He unfortunately lost his Tatsuro Tyra, but he did not let us down last time. It's, it's, who, it's not who he is. It's not in his makeup to disappoint us like this. So I'm feeling okay about this one. It's uh, one and a half. So just, they're, they're tough. proposition. They're hard. Because from the second the fight starts, you're like, finish, finish, yeah, finish. Gotta, please, gotta get one just early. be over. Like, just be over. Yeah, there's nothing worse than starting that second round and, and you have the under one and a half. Hopefully... Hopefully, we don't have to worry about that. All right, let's keep it rolling. Lightweight bout, Manuel Torres taking on Trey Ogden. Again, I'm playing an under where I really only have one side that loves to get finishes. It wasn't like a, there's no real one this week that's like a marriage of like two finishers that can be finished as well. And then you're just like, it's the biggest no-brainer ever. Mm -hmm. I present to you Manuel Torres. 13 and 2. Pretty good fighter. Exciting fighter, that's for sure. 15 fights, 14 first-round finishes, win or lose for the guy. Now, what will he look like in round two? I don't know. So I played the under two and a half. There's a world Trey Ogden extend this. We've seen him do that before. Last time out against Zell Huber, just very tricky. Zell Huber couldn't figure him out. Wrote it out, gets an easy decision win. There's a world where that happens. But... Trey Ogden, 14 of his 21 fights have gone under the two and a half. So he does have a finishing capability. Just the way Manuel Torres fights, going back and watching some of his tape, he's very Daniel De Silva-esque. Now, most of the time, he's getting wins rather than you know getting finished himself. Uh, I'm going to take it at under two and a half, minus 155. I feel comfortable taking the under. Prove me wrong, Manuel Torres. Don't actually, though. Yeah, don't, don't prove don't actually. I man, we really just this whole card. It is just all overs and unders. Just yes, I'm taking oh, a lot of props. I'm taking a lot of props, total, and I'm cheering for violence. I'm cheering yeah. for violence. I'm this cheering for violence. Part of total bets. I'm cheering for violence, except for the women's fly, uh, except for the women's bouts on the main ben, card, oh. and then the main event itself. Boom. Uh, I love your breakdown. I'm not joining you. I'm 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 locked into where I'm at and uh I'm I'm also cheering for violence in all fights though. So. I like it. I like it cuz I got one more violence play for you. 
And that just happens to be a men's flyweight bout. Vinicius Salvador taking on Victor (laughs) Altamirano. Again, Victor Altamirano, we've seen him get finishes. We saw him last time out against Daniel Da Silva. But he is very live to go to a decision. He can use wrestling. He can extend fights. That is very live. I've got good news for you, though. Like I said, we have a representative from Flyweight Nation, Flyweight Unders Nation in each of these fights. And in this one, it is Venetius Salvador, our very own Venetius Salvador. 18 pro fights, 17 have gone under the two and a half. 14 wins for our man Venetius, 13 by knockout. I'm just going to say Altamirano is going to have to deal with that pressure. He's going to have to engage in a firefight and someone is going to get put out. Can also just, I mean, I'm not saying that anything that was said about Altamirano isn't true, but it should be noted. The last time Altamirano fought a a champion of the flyweight under lifestyle, delivered a first round win. That's true. Over Daniel De Silva. The last time he fought this guy, a guy who doesn't want to be going into the third round, we saw what happened. So I'm, I'm, I believe in both parties here to deliver us a finish in seven seconds or, or seven minutes or less. Oh, you're on the, you're on the under one and a half. Yeah. I saw a uh, DraftKings move that I took it on Is DraftKings it? two and a half yesterday. Have you taken so it yet? Oh yeah, I did. Well, what's uh, the price he, for two and a half? Minus 115. I was going to say you should wait for the under two and a half to come out on other books. Oh, well, alas, here we are. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't you know, know why they put it out and then moved it. Who can say? But still, plus I get plus money on it, so it's cool. I accept yeah, that. That is cool. Because that is it's cool. seven minutes or less, baby. I'm believing in them. Seven minutes in a dream. That's all we've got in this dumb little life of ours. <laughs> that's all we have. I mean, seven dreams and a little bit of hope. Uh, that's going to do it. I was going to say, you know what else we have? Nothing, because we've done it. That That's going to do it for this one. I mean... If you were looking for some hard-hitting analysis on uh, Steven Peterson, Lucas Alexander, I'm sorry we can't provide that for you. Same thing with the uh, Vidal-Callen fight. Nothing on those. A lot of props. I will say I almost bet Vidal just because I don't think Haley Cowan should be a favorite over anybody, but I also... That Haley Cowan line is weird. She opened at like plus 200 and then plummeted to like minus 150. Sketchy. That's super. That's super sketchy. I also just don't think I want to put money on Tamaris Vidal, but uh, you yeah, should just I, not you, bet that fight. I was gonna say, you know what? I like go outside and enjoy like a nice spring afternoon, a nice spring Saturday, and it's you know maybe lovely this weekend. Maybe maybe show up thirty minutes late to to the fight card. Uh, four o'clock start. Can't really yeah. complain there. It's rolling at four thirty. Yeah, should be done. Should be out by ten o'clock. Nice, easy clean hopefully green hopefully green uh i do have one last bet in boxing Ooh. Ooh, david benavidez okay. taking on caleb plant yes sir uh big caleb, fight big, big fight undefeated david benavidez 23 of his 26 wins by knockout caleb plant a one loss to canelo alvarez what i did do a little plus money action benavidez is juice to the moon couldn't take him thought about taking plant didn't really feel too comfortable just because he he does fade late uh and benavidez has insane power what i did do i took david benavidez to win in rounds seven to 12 i think because this is one of his toughest tests in caleb plant i think it's going to go later and if you look at it seven of his last 10 wins by ko have come between round seven through 12 
Caleb Plant is one loss, being to Canelo, obviously one of the goats, uh, came by 11th round TKO. I think he goes longer, but I think Benavidez finds the finish. Plus 145, I don't mind it. Little oh. to win a unit action, you know, oh. so not laying the full unit down to win a unit. We we cover all sports here, guys. And now, now y'all know. Now you're ready for the weekend. Oh, and combat sports? Absolutely. Boxing, boxing, I very much enjoy betting on. Very much enjoy betting on it. I just, I almost never, every once in a while, I mostly just enjoy watching boxing. Oh, it's the big fights. The big fights I got to watch, got to bet. Anthony Joshua next next week. Next weekend, a whole lot of things are happening next weekend. So many things. Fight got a strike. Got a strike for the uh, for the UFC off week. I mean, those are the honestly some of the best weekends when there's no UFC going on because everything else is happening. But that's for later because we're done. That is for later. That is absolutely for later. Uh, are we doing a show next week? Is that a thing? I don't know. Let's let's reconvene yeah. and we'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. Bellator seems and unlikely because that Bellator card is awful. Like yeah. a special level of terrible. Brendan Lognane, uh, Marlon Marias. That's that's one fight. Also, I don't even think that's a good. I don't even think that's a good fight to bet on because Lognane's gonna be a massive favorite. Uh, I don't know if the Masvidal boxing thing is even gonna have lines out. So maybe maybe there's a world where we just hop on, we go like 15 minutes. We just say little, here, just, here, here, here are our bets. This is what we're doing. Here are our bets. I'll leave okay. it alone. Maybe we Either way, that. if not, we'll see you in two weeks because we got another UFC pay-per-view coming up. 287 one. down in Miami. Miami. And I'll wait for that one. It's going to be fantastic. Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira for the second time they'll be facing each other in the UFC, though. Going to be fantastic. That's it for us. We'll see you next week. But if not, we'll see you in two weeks. You'll hear from us soon. I I know that much. Enjoy the weekend. We're out. Love y'all. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. 
you can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.